0: Segue to introduce the show.
1: (laughs) I'm recording now. Excellent. (laughs) How do we start a show with speaking of edifice? (laughs) Boldly. Boldly. (laughs) Hey, welcome back to the Unimposter Podcast, where we prepare ourselves. With the bare minimum of thought process and a lot of humor so that we can invite you along a journey of discovering what's good in the Bible. That's not fair. I try hard. <laughs> I'm Damien. I'm Andy. He's the one who said Oedipus, just by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and we're here. This is a <clears throat> going to be like a, a two or three episode wrap for not like... Not, uh, you know, boots and cats, and yeah. Boots and cats, but I mean, like, uh, we are wrapping up season one, book number one of brick, the brick, Bible brick. here. Brick it, brick it? That's exactly right. And so we have been sometimes with your questions. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, uh, you know, we're just uh, uh, casting a casting a glance back, you know, I've I've gone back and listened to some of these now, and I I know the people who actually like do podcasting, I'm sorry, don't actually <laughs> listen to their podcasts. I have, though, just because it's like when someone says, hey, I'm listening to your podcast, I get kind of like nervous. like, what are they going to be hearing? And so I go back and listen to it like, oh, I'm going to have to explain that, are <laughs> <laughs> uh, So, but, you know, we've grown. Hopefully you've like grown a little bit. Maybe you've groaned. Um <laughs> no los dos? Yeah. Uh, por... <laughs> yes, exactly. Grow and groan uh, all, all in one. Uh, Andy, what, what 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 has your experience been doing this whole thing this last, uh, last couple of months here? It's been fun. It's
0: forced me to sort of think through a lot of things of Genesis that I didn't consider as much. And I think, well, we were talking before, but I think the thing that sort of jumped out to me most was a lot of the literary parallels between different parts of Genesis didn't jump out to me as much until we went through this together. And I was trying to be like, okay, how do you sort of tie this, how do you tie these together? And I was like, oh, wow, this is the exact same thing that just happened in that story.
1: Yeah. And how I, did
0: I not catch that?
1: Yeah, and I am like, this is not my first time through the book of Genesis. Yeah. This is not my first time studying the book of Genesis, uh, like, scholastically, like, you know, like, like where grades mattered, you yeah. know? But I, for some reason, man, I was like, there, you, you'd point something out, I'd be like, oh, wait, no, that, that's like that. And, like, the same things would pop up, and... um. And it's like I lost track of that word again. It's that big like like seventeen dollar seminary word where like where it's like it's like a poem that begins and ends the exact same way. What was that word again?
0: Oh chiasm.
1: Yeah, chiasm. Oh, it's like C H I A S M chiasm. It's such a like a it's fun
0: That is correct. Next speller.
1: <laughs> it is it's fun to say, it's fun to read when you're actually like studying this stuff and like they're like, Hey, look out for chiasms because the Jewish Writers, the Hebrew people, loved chiasm. Loved Love that it. stuff. Yeah, they, they, they did. And I didn't realize until we read uh, the, the the book of Genesis and saw the number of times that the theme of God creating man to do a specific job just kept popping up over and over and over again. And when he wasn't doing it right, the way that more death would enter into the world, the way that he was doing it when he was doing it, the way that the restoration of life would come back into uh, come back into the world again. I was I, w- I was blown away by just how focused the entire book was. And, and, I was too.
0: I didn't catch it that <laughs> like I I was also like oh wow that that just keeps coming up.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's like it, it, it would be one thing if it was like okay, like yeah, we have this right here, we have that right there, and okay, whatever. But it's like it's it is a major theme of the book. Is that and then like the, the the chiasm, like the the beginning and the end is both with that that picturesque view of the garden of like just that, that place of yeah. perfection, uh, where you know, like it begins with a garden, it, it ends where um, it, it, it ends where where Jacob Israel is buried in that place and uh, and it was after the promise had come true that through his family the world would be saved. And I mean, if, you know, we we look at it now with like, OK, saved in a much bigger way through his family right now. But I mean, saved from everybody dying is still pretty impressive. Like that's, yes. That's, I, that's good saving. The, the, the biggest civilization at the time, the center of civilization for the world, which was the, like the these people, the uh, the the Egyptians. And they they should have all starved because none of none of them saw this coming. I mean, Pharaoh had a dream where his dream told him it was coming. But none of them saw this famine coming, and they should have, just like everybody else, after seven years of, wow, we can't fail to grow food, died off with everybody else. But but God saved the world through his people doing what they're supposed to do. Awful stories along the way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about, we're, we're going to have a special guest in here next week. A lot of which we skipped. <laughs> yeah, we did skip a lot of those. Uh, and, and, and we're going to ask him, like, you know, like, we we eventually had to ask the question just because you know like you have to say things out loud like how did the book of Genesis make you feel? <laughs> and at certain points and times, it is a therapy session because it's bad.
0: We're gonna move a couch in here. I'm lay down. It, Tell us how it made him feel.
1: It made me feel bad. So yeah, we're we're gonna have a we're gonna have guests. We're gonna have people come. <coughs> Ahem. Mike check. and <clears throat> phlegm check. <clears throat> uh. We're yeah. We're gonna have a a couple of guests. Uh, based on their availability, and you know they are um, busy, busy pastor type people, but they're going to come in and give us their professional pastorly uh, opinion about uh, some of the things we talked about. But we have a uh, we have one one question we but, wanted to bring up. But you don't know who those people are because they're strangers for now. They are strangers. Yes, they are stranger things. Speaking of strangers, <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's a plus segue. Uh-huh. One of the topics we wanted to come back and look at. Was the, the, uh, the strangers that we run into in the book of Genesis? <laughs> Keep it together we're professionals. We're professionals, <laughs> kind of. Kind um, of. I mean, we're, <laughs> we're not doing what we're professional at right now. But, That's true. <laughs> but oh, at this, we're amateurs at best. Yeah, uh, yes. But hey, at least we people can hear us say words. Uh, so, um the the uh, the messengers, the visitors, the people who would come through and they would say things on behalf of on behalf of God, on behalf of God, they, they would they would, like you know they'd show up and like, sometimes it's a guy named Melchizedek who shows up and is relevant for about two verses that have confused us for generations. What happened to <laughs> that guy? Yeah. And then there's a guy who like shows up as a wrestler and it's, 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 it's so like sometimes well, and then there were three men there. Right. What? what where'd they come from? So. In any case, what what gives with the message? What what are these guys?
0: Oh, was I just supposed to answer the question? No, no. We're, oh, good. We're, we're going to dig into the question. There's. I was really hoping that was rhetorical.
1: Yeah, but let's let's start let's start let's start tackling at the question though. Like, um, so what are some options? What are things that people have said?
0: What are things that people have thought the strangers are?
1: Well, I I like the word pre incarnate because oh, it's like it's so like it has so many prefixes in it. And then it has the word carne, which means meat. <laughs> All of those are true statements. So, I, I can't, yeah, yeah, I can't pre- dispute any of that. Pre-incarnate means before it was in the meat.
0: <laughs> Still, he is not lying. Yeah. <laughs> a, a, a more normal translation would be before he was in the flesh. Yeah. but
1: <laughs> but you don't ever use the is word flesh ever unless you are talking about Jesusy things or you're a serial killer or you're. German and talking about meat, Fleisch. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so <laughs> which is why I'm like, yeah.
0: Before he was in the meat is, is yeah. That's that's pretty much what
1: that means. Yes. So before, yeah. So pre-incarnate. So pre-incarnate Jesus it is like a concept which is like before Jesus was born to Mary. What was he doing? Yes. The idea that it was still possible for him to take a human form and be on the earth. And so it presupposes a couple of things that you got to just start getting comfy with. If oh, oh,
0: sorry. Before we get before we jump into this too far. Yeah. We should probably make clear when we like first episode I think it was when we were talking about like primary issues and secondary issues and like this is like so far down the chain of how important things are. Yes. Like th- th- we're having fun here. Like yes. we're, we're we're goofing off and being like, "Hey, let's talk about theology stuff and churchy things." This is not like if you think everything we say today is completely wrong, that has zero impact on anything about actual like the Bible, Jesus, et cetera.
1: Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Forgot we, we
0: should probably mention that before we get started because we're gonna get into some really weird
1: stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we we tackled all the poker factor stuff in the last thirty eight episodes. Yeah. <laughs> this one's just for relaxation. <laughs> we're gonna kick
0: back and talk about some stuff that is fun to talk about. Maybe yeah. not super important, but fun to talk
1: about. Yeah. So you have to, you know, you have to ask yourself, like, you know, like, like, if if you're gonna start looking at the idea of the pre-incarnate Jesus, you have to ask yourself a couple questions, which, is like, you know, can he do that?
0: And by that, I assume we mean become a person before he becomes a person.
1: Yes, like, is is Jesus capable of having a physical, physical, like, like, like corporeal in the body representation on the earth? Before everything happened at Christmas that is pretty much the main question, yes yeah, and, and, and <laughs> that's and, that's a big one which which starts to uh, it, it starts to drift over into the can God make a rock so big that he can't move it question you know like that 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 ridiculous uh question um which I think I actually studied that one in a seminary class just as like as far as like. Did, like as far as like picking apart logical fallacies that are presented like smart things. Can God microwave a hot pocket so hot he can't eat it. <laughs> <laughs> so it feels like the millennial version of that question.
0: It are is. Hot pockets I still like a it. thing? I don't know.
1: I mean, <clears throat> I, I can I can still I, I can still remember the exact sound of the end of that commercial <laughs> in the back of my head. That that chick singing about hot pockets like they're like like hot they make pocket. you exactly they make you happy right. So in any case, uh, yeah, the, uh, the I think the answer to the question I gave when I was in that seminary class was, um, don't try to answer questions that are asked stupidly with smart words.
0: <laughs> Which is a pretty good answer.
1: Yeah, made the professor laugh. He gave me very low points because I didn't reference anything. <laughs> It's like I didn't I, I didn't make any notes in Torah. Hilarious, zero citations. <laughs> there was a theologian I followed once who like took a philosophy class and he basically just snowballed his way through a test. And the uh, the professor wrote on his test, "This answer isn't right. It isn't even wrong." <laughs> so. Same answer I got from that professor, which is like, uh, like yes, I agree. Now, now, quote somebody about the smart things you just said, like, can't I be an original? Which I think is the worst thing about seminary, is you can't just come up with an original thought. And school in general. Yes, yes. But speaking of school in general. School in general, yes. So, look, yeah. <laughs> could Jesus have gone to school before he was born to Mary? Uh, and so, yeah, that's 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 the idea of the pre-incarnate Jesus is like, okay. Jacob said that he talked, said he wrestled with God, and if God is divided into three approaches that we that we have with Him, three existences, three unique identities—Father, Son, Holy Spirit—then.
0: Which is a whole different podcast it to try to an figure an out the Trinity. Entire. Pod- so we're just gonna yeah. keep going.
1: Yeah, because like anytime you start getting t- close to trying to like trying to nail down the actual like existential bits and pieces and building blocks and whatever of God, you always wander so close to heresy that like the check engine light goes on all the time. And so you have to understand that when you start like t- saying like incarnate Jesus, the check engine light's gonna go on because you 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 know you are a finite human being or at least you are a created being trying to comprehend an, a not created being a being that is so powerful that he is beyond the need for beginning and i can i i, I can already feel like five or six ears that are attached to faces that attached to eyes that are beginning to glaze over right now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna move away because it's like one of the things. Like you start trying to comprehend the eternal, and your brain just starts going, going into low power mode.
0: <laughs> okay. So bring it back. Let's say one one thing that people have said about when folks show up out of nowhere and do stuff is that it's Jesus before he was born. Yes. Okay. Okay. Why? Why do they say this?
1: Uh. Because. Uh th- because the, these people were there at such the right time um, that, that it's, it's God showing up. Or like the, the guy the, the guy who like redefined um, who renamed Jacob into Israel, You know he, he did that after under wrestling authority. with him.: Yes, yeah, he wrestled with him. He, he, uh, he supernaturally knocked his hip out of the socket, or just like he found the cheat code to the hip, and so he like he knocked his hip out of the socket. Um, there's the, uh, well, we haven't gotten to the story yet, but there's, there's another person who's like thought like pre-incarnate Christ, which is the, uh, in the, uh, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego in the, uh, in the fiery furnace, like the fiery furnace. There's three of them that were put in there and they look, there's a fourth guy in Why there. Why is there a fourth guy in there? And so that, you know, that has to be a supernatural person because he just operates inside of the oven. And so you're you're left with either pre-incarnate Christ or an angel, but something supernatural that is a, able to not be bothered by fire. Yeah. So, um, so that's that's at least why like that, that narrows it down to either either angelic being or pre-incarnate Christ. Um,
0: and then you get into so like Melchizedek sometimes gets brought in here. Uh huh. Unlike all the other examples we have brought in so far, Melchizedek actually has a name. Yes. And like is referenced as having a backstory and all that sort of thing. Uh, but his name literally just means the king of righteousness and he shows up and Abraham tithes to him and he blesses Abraham and that's pretty much it, and then the story's over. So some people have also seen a similar sort of thing going on with him.
1: Yes. And and it was thought that like he, he would be he was the the ruler over the place that would someday become Jerusalem. And so there's there is do you know how many times during the last couple of uh, couple episodes of this podcast you used the phrase "The Bible is not subtle <laughs> yeah Yeah. like I said, I went back and listened to some of this stuff I, mean, I, I edited it of course I may have been trying to make a point yeah. <laughs> so does anybody get the point yet yeah. so so here here in this circumstance it is it is likely that we're running into a little bit more of that not subtlety uh, with the uh, with with, um, with Melchizedek possibly being you know, like another another rendition of pre of preincarnate Jesus. You, so you do have to be careful with this.
0: I yes. want to say this. So we've so this is this is one view. That's one thing. And remember, at the beginning, we said if you don't hold this view, that has no bearing on whether you're a good Christian. Yes. Also, you need to be careful with this because it's simply a fact that not every person or group that shows up all of a sudden to do something important and then disappears could possibly be this. Like. You can go way too far and be like, the Ishmaelites that so that took Joseph into slavery were pre-Carnic Christ, because they showed up in the B- main.